Something I will probably deal with for the rest of my life is saying goodbye to the little me because of whatever griefs that have happened in my life. So the fight is to peel back all those layers to get to that. At an early stage in my Bollywood career, that has also cost me movies because I used to be like script. And वहाँ से आवाज़ आती थी तुम्हारी हिम्मत कैसे हुई? Script नहीं मांग सकते इनसे. I play with a lot of rhythm and breath. It's in everything. Literally everything. There are nine basic emotions. That you play with rest of humanity and life and everything is a permutation and combination of of those nine emotions. It's, it's your final jump, and you have to make the longest you can every time I'm preparing a part. And that jump is as far away from from me. I suppose I'm very confidently saying this to you right now, but I'm I'm full of screw ups. <laughs> She's hilarious. She's funny. I was just in a dubbing studio right now, and she knows I'm dubbing. She knows I'm in a studio, mm. so she decides to send a voice note, three second voice note. Now three second voice notes. You cannot quickly put to your ear and listen. They yeah. will spill out. So, <laughs> the studio of like fifteen people have just cracked up, and yeah. Welcome to Take a Pause with me, Varun Dugirala. So the first question is always the one I think about the most. I'm like, okay, how do we start a conversation? And oh man, I thought. With you, I'd, I'd I'd start off by asking you, saying, "How were you as a kid?" Sorry, I'm trying to sift through all the the trauma of the childhood <laughs> and give you something meaningful and nice. Um, no, I'm kidding. I I was I was very sporty. I I loved being outdoors, so I would always invariably be a visibly very dirty kid. Hmm. So. So that was that was one reason for a lot of scream fests. You were the house. kid in the surf ad. Ha! Huh. Before surf, yeah. Jo pre dikhate hain. Yeah. Before that thing comes and swipes across the screen and makes you um, white. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was all right. I was okay. No, I asked about how you were as a kid because what I've actually found is that most of the things that we are as we kind of grow older is there are so many of those threads that come from. Things we enjoyed doing as a kid, yeah, um, stuff that was around us, stuff that influenced us, and whenever I've seen you on screen, I've always seen as this person like there is a certain I call it silent intensity to how you act. I always wondered where that kind of stems from. Are there are there specific things you tap into for that? Ah, I don't know. Maybe. maybe unknowingly uh, i suppose um, yeah it has to be because when it comes to craft i don't think i like to dive into that i think um, i play with a lot of rhythm and breath uh, at least i like to think so but but again there's always a part of you in it but at the same time like the parts that i like playing uh, are i try to create distance between them and me as much as i can that's that's a large effort on the contrary to mm. the uh, holding on to those threads i'm i'm desperate to sort of you know like like a long jump you know yeah. it's it's your final jump and you have to make the longest you can every time i'm preparing a part and that jump is as far away from 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 me and that's interesting because you you often hear about this fact that you know you If you're kind of getting into character, you're gonna go deep into it and get pull something out of yourself. But 
the distance is an interesting one because because when you land now that we're talking about a pit <laughs> and long jump we've gone yeah. to athletics yeah um the first gaze is when you've landed and you always look back you know and that's when you see how far you are and i i i like to i like to have that gaze on me from the other end rather than being where i am knowing me as i am as i have lived my life uh, that to me is uh, is far more humbling and far more uh, intuitive i think uh so it's not to say that i i i don't tap into myself mm. maybe a part of me does mm. uh but i can only do that while i'm away from me does that make sense it does okay it does actually because it's yeah. I've always been fascinated about the process of artists, right? It's one of those things that we love intellectualizing <laughs> <laughs> our, our processes yeah. and our lives yeah. and the vanity that we are we are constantly, you know, we gifted with. But but if I were to not do that, uh, it's it's pure empathy and compassion. It has to be, and that's why we are. uh we are just invariably very very sensitive vulnerable and people that get hurt you mentioned the word empathy right is that cuz i'm getting that often as you you looking at a character looking at a certain thing and you like you need to have almost a relationship with that character you need to have you need to, do you believe you need to empathize with the character but also you need to kind of figure how they would think and No, I mean, who's they? The character and person. Then who's you? the character? The character is 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 somebody I'm I'm uh, trying to almost sew into you know the the world that that has already been created. I think we, because of the glorification of that notion, we we end up ignoring what is on text. In fact, sometimes totally ignoring the text. Sometimes a large part of those are. uh are are already there in in punctuations um in the middle of those texts in costumes that that are you know thought of and dreamt of or created out of scratch uh for this person to actually exist or have existed so i i find that really fascinating 70 80% of my character building if i call it that or prep uh is sitting with my costume department i i just i thoroughly enjoy knowing and being stitched into that i think it's it's very fascinating yeah when did you first realize you wanted to act um so so in the real world real there's world. A, okay real there's world. yeah in the yeah. real world yeah. the acting happened because i and this is i think somewhere i've spoken about this it's probably in the news i broke my arm hmm So this is where consciously I have realized that or other world has shifted I was a basketball player I was heavily into sports hockey basketball hockey and then a sprinkle of all other you know short part and all that because I was in a boarding school and you know that's what you do like season sports uh and then suddenly nothing and my friend is like yaar tum tum angrezi theek thaak hai hmm us shakespeare ka play ho raha hai tum jaake audition karo and of course it was a raging affair in school that time because one all boys school and this family has come and this girl is there and blah 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 whatever happened after that but but um but yeah i started stage from there mm. 
and i found a similar discipline that i find in sport in 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 acting uh i still can't put a pin on it so that has carried on since then of course theater happened i still went on to do my sciences i did my economics um, did college in xavier zero and my first film happened in my second year but now like when i look back i think it began from creating uh, scenes uh at home uh just to make my folks laugh uh especially my mother and her constant uh training uh you know of me to she used to take me uh, every end of the week it was like a ritual going to the movies uh watching something cool and classics um and then you look further back and you realize like and this i have spoken about somewhere at the first first uh um what do you call it the first story that i remember is uh, is a story is a bedtime story that i was told but it was a story about a uh, an italian family uh living in new york and you know it was told to me in two parts and of course lo and behold i grew up and i watched the godfather and i realized this is the godfather story that i've been living with all my life and so i go back to my mom and i'm like well, excuse me she said you seem to enjoy it it was one of my favorite films so maine suna di i said okay great yeah that's such a fabulous bedtime story to tell like damn type of thing listen <laughs> <laughs> no it's great it was great it was way, it was told beautifully i think as far as i can remember but yeah those were my first acts of uh, you know i suppose desperate acts at the time and then the long winding paths to you know, the first couple of of films and would you call it you think there was a point when you said okay let's say i'm finally figuring what my route is as an actor like the direction i want this to go no man no i'm so desperate to find that i think i'm really hungry as an actor to be to find the right people who can push me i i think i've only had like maybe two instances in my entire career um where i found directors who've pushed me out of my comfort zone and and in doing so uh have extracted something nice something you know workable yeah do you want to talk about any one of those i mean well stephen frears for one uh is a movie called victoria and abdul i did with him uh and there were scenes that you know and i think every actor does that right like they go in knowing or having an idea right you you read a scene you have a basic like blueprint in your head and then you play with it you play mm. with your actor you talk you sort it out but then comes along once in a while there's a there's a director who who choreographs it a certain way and and it's just you i couldn't imagine a couple of those scenes that were played out a certain way so that was really fascinating you know yeah. to be able to navigate through that like vishal ji did that for me in khufia a mm. film i've done recently um i thought it was phenomenal when your own brain starts to churn and you're almost mathematically deciphering you know and it's fun yeah and it could be total <laughs> like like what comes out could be like yeah wrong or oh, i don't know maybe in some some other version but yeah i'm i'm still 
navigating that yeah yeah, yeah 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 but do you feel like over time you also realize what you enjoy the most in terms of what you do <laughs> i i enjoy the the playfulness of it you know i get to be a kid all over again every single time i'm in front of the camera like it, it's it's like a spark you know it's like you're you're thrown in wonderland and uh and then everything is right uh, or can be right you know uh i'm i'm bringing people to existence this has not happened ever ever in the history of this planet what is about to happen right now you know i think there's there's so much beauty in that there's uh some godliness about it i mean for lack of a better word yeah does that make sense i don't know it, it no it has cuz i feel that's the one part which i feel most people don't understand is that you are not necessarily just playing a role you are bringing some someone to life yeah. who did not exist who's a yeah. figment of multiple people's imagination and a mixture right someone's written it and then someone's written some form of dialogue additions there and then someone's visualizing it and someone's yeah. directing it and you're acting it and so and it's such a privileged thing like like i think dinero put it really beautifully that we get to play so many parts without having to carry the baggage of these so many individuals you know uh and yeah you know, there was this point and as i've followed your career from the outside is that where you started to do all these international projects right and suddenly saw you playing such diverse kind of roles and in some form seeing you really evolve as well as an artist right have you seen some aspects of that really have have given you newer almost like tool tools to use as an actor like as an artist oh yeah 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 for sure yeah cuz we always learn right we're always trying to learn and i think as as my as long as i'm reinventing in life not just on camera and evolving i think i'll constantly uh i almost have a 360 gaze of 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 myself from that that pit you know that we were talking about uh and then once in a while like comes along one scene in maybe i don't know one out of 10 where you you sometimes have that out of body experience where you're just standing right next to the camera looking at yourself looking at every single like twitch on your face because this is your canvas and 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 you're you're managing to you know almost like with your if you could do it with your fingers you're yeah. molding your face yeah um in in perfect sync with with the tempo of the room or the scene you know and 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 just it's like playing jazz uh or yeah any any sort of musical i don't know operatic interlude do you feel that's also kind of what prompted you kind of take the plunge thing also to produce certain kinds of stories certain kinds of pieces because they need to be played for that song to be heard just picking up what you just said what like the as in these stories need to be told and and as you look at each piece of content each tool that kind of comes in like okay, this is something that i really want oh, yeah. told and the only way to sometimes kind of really get into that is then you know, let me just kind of help get it made oh yeah 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 like the first time i did that was 
I was uh, I was in the loo and I thought of something and I was like ended up sitting there for an hour on my notes and I I penned this short film mm. and I thought this was a very it was a brilliant idea it had to be told and so I said well I have to produce it I don't have the money but I tried to sort of you know bring in the right team I shot it um and it's lying in the the can is lying in my in my cupboard till date it's been 7 years 6 years you know and i i didn't have the heart to edit it but is there because in my head it got executed <laughs> so so that could be one way of producing things yeah i suppose that's when i learned that the second step to that coming to fruition of any kind is to be able to learn how to share uh what you create i i didn't want to share that uh and there was nothing personal or anything i thought it was just not up to mark hmm. uh but again i would never know because i never edited it so i'm actually looking for editors who want to edit and who you know i want to experiment with something really cool um but yeah does that does that answer it, some it, of it, it no it i does. mean yeah i know what you mean like of course there are topics where we've that's probably one of the reasons why rich and me created this um, this production house yeah. because we want to we want to create a medium a place where artists uh, and creators can come through us you know work with us evolve with us we might create something together or you move on as long as we're churning you know we're moving we're moving like we took baby steps into creating this first film that we have it had to be the story right it had to be that has to get you and i think that's what i'm a big believer of uh yeah at an early stage in my bollywood career that has also cost me movies because i used to be like script hmm and wahan se awaaz aati thi ki script kyu mang rahe ho tumhari himmat kaise hui script nahi mang sakte inse hmm i said okay and then you like but how do i know what i'm going to be doing and then wo ho jayega ha to banner hai banner ke niche khade ho pakde raho se so no but that was my being very naive at the time i don't uh, yeah it's fine but i'm also kind of tired of fixing things like i don't want to be on a set fix things you know like get your act together make a film uh and as a producer i learned that like i also don't want to create a environment where because i know i've been in smaller films where somebody would say they'll come to you and say sorry listen we don't have money you know we can't so, if you don't have the money don't make it don't make it write it you know let it exist somebody will come and make it but if it's killing your vision and if somebody's not getting food to eat you know then yeah I'm going on a different tangent. No, no. So yeah, I I, I drift. No, no. Uh, drifting is one of the the beauties of podcasting is that you can, you can <laughs> the, the drift is part of the the whole vibe of things and yeah. Do you look at and 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 I think this is an track I wanted to kind of ask you that I was running through your Instagram as. you do with guests before they come on oh, and I, i i do that and i was like i notice occasionally there were pieces where you talk about when you hate spaces <laughs> and occasionally you do also talk about yoga and 
fitness and it, it it popped up so i went through a bit of a rabbit hole and like let me just see if there's something oh, which I, i i always found that you can kind of find threads of of people's life by just some aspects of what they share interesting so it's a, it might sound like a random question but what's your relationship with your own mental health like so a lot of a lot of the stuff that i write and it's it's almost borderline stupid or at least comes off and i think it's because i i've been trying to learn how to observe my thoughts you know uh, almost just be a witness to it and try not to judge it i try not to judge it and so there's a vocabulary to it or at least i try to force a vocabulary to it sometimes i put it out there sometimes i don't sorry and um i think but if if we're going on the mental health topic then i think it has a lot of facets like i think it i i know that it has a lot to do with my fitness mm-hmm. uh my food uh, anybody's food um like half the things can be cured with food uh the rest is you know traumas and grief and uh you know glitches that you you have ignored uh in your life and pent up stuff mm. those sometimes you need people to talk to we are social animals you know um so until unless you find it i mean if you find yourself talking to yourself then there's a problem you know uh, but we again we jump to labeling things and i spoke about this earlier somewhere that it it's that's that's the scary part that you know somebody will come along and say hey you have adhd hey you have you know uh you're bipolar or you're this or you're you know this runs in the family so you know you should be careful uh and that that is that is far more detrimental than yeah yeah because that tends to make you think that that's what you are yeah because now there's always material yeah you know supporting it there's you'll always, always find evidence for anything you choose everything yeah. whatever it's an opinionated world right hum matlab sab log apne aap ko dhoondne jate hain correct bahar twitter pe jahan pe bhi to usme you'll always find your faction and that's not the community i'm talking about or rather the social animal that we are um like for instance i haven't found a great therapist so i you know because that was the thing at one point find somebody you can talk to because these people are wizards so to main to galti se kahin pahunch gaya tha wahan usne kuch prescribe kar diya to i ran i said this is wrong this is like you know some uh some serious stuff that you're just rolling out for people i think i think the person didn't expect me to be uh mildly read on on uh, read up on uh, this side of the world yeah and pharma is like taking us down in a big way so yeah but i try i try to keep my sanity but i mean i find outlets in 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 movies no, because what you said is 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 super relevant right? like for the longest part of my life i was told that i might have adhd because i have an attention thing and i kept seeing i have adhd have adhd and at some point of time someone said you not just want to go to someone who's certified and get checked up and i thankfully found someone and 
she's fabulous is still my therapist and yeah she said you don't have it you just seem to be calling yourself that yeah there's also the new uh, induced hdhd right because of phones and i found myself i think in that bracket uh, uh actually a friend of mine uh, geetika she she made me randomly aware randomly chatting on insta only and she's like no you know you should see this this could be it mm. and i said shoot you're right like i'm i'm addicted yeah and you get that itch yeah and i'm addicted because i suppose the the longest running excuse was but my nature of work is mere ko mail padhna hota hai mere ko post karna hota hai yeah you know news aati hai and it's it's bs like you you can you can fix it you know so i'm trying i'm still grappling with it this um this person i know who's a coach and uh, worked closely with her and she spoke about what you just said how we say that you know, we need to do this karna padega ha to karna hai and she said she gave a clarity exercise she said when someone says that i need to do this it's almost like a guilt thing that right? no, i need to do this or like or i have to do this is almost like when i've been forced you know it's stress mm. so eventually as human beings you're going to say i want to do it but i don't want to do it yeah and that's when you know you have clarity so that's such a simple but dude but that's hard it's, it's not very simple hard. very hard i mean i suppose simple explanation but tougher to do yeah, the, yeah those are like i mean i i suppose it's close to the the entire gamut of uh, affirmations mm-hmm. right yeah like the right words that you use and the right messages and signals that you send to your yeah. brains and everything i mean it's it's hard yeah yeah I I would suggest like start by writing writing what you need to do uh, on a piece of paper. Yeah. I think that that really has is starting to help me a lot because it's it's real it's out there you're writing it and you go one by one through the day not just basic like um sentences or words. Yeah. My god we're slaves to these things. <laughs> yes we are. Look yes, at me are. wearing this jacket chilling coffee but I'm I'm basically we're slaves to like uh yeah so someone actually said this recently I, i happened to see it on twitter i think it's real, it's super into what you said is that someone said okay do you think because of everything that's happening with technology that you know eventually they will be telling us what we should be doing and someone said no to realize they all technology all day is because what you do is basis an algorithm and the algorithm some machine is telling you what to do and you're doing what it so he's, he's like imagine how most of the world is dancing on camera for a machine and so we're already there yeah, yeah. but we're playing ball yeah we're, we're also playing we're ball we're also enjoying it somehow yeah yeah i mean maybe we you get sucked into it but we are you know i'm lifting my finger to you know yeah anyway that's yeah and and i went down this thread also because i feel that there is something to how we assume beings looked at art looked at artists versus how center space is perceived now is because there's so much more of it but yeah. there still doesn't seem to be enough of it you mean the right because you're constantly spending more time looking for things to watch and things to do yeah but there's so much more being created all the time because that's what i think that's the business right to be able to have so many choices hmm. ki you know hame itna mm, डिजायर पे चल रहा है ना सब कुछ 
I think everything, everything in the world works on. I have something, you don't. उसी पे है ना पूरा फंडा वही है उसकी फिल्म है आई हैव समथिंग यू डोंट यू नो न्यूक्लियर पावर्स आई हैव समथिंग यू डोंट पॉलिटिक्स ब्लाब्ला एवरीथिंग सो दैट्स इट एज लॉन्ग एज यू कैन कीप दैट गोइंग या इट्स इट्स माइंड ब्लोइंग डू यू थिंक दैट चेंजेस हाउ रिलेशनशिप्स वर्क नाउ लाइक ऑफ हाउ वी फंक्शन ऑनलाइन डज दैट चेंज रिलेशनशिप्स इन योर actually in person yeah i i suppose so yeah. don't you i'm finding more and more that people are finding it easier to send a message than to say what they want to say because we because there's we facilitated that yeah of course that's obvious i mean it's going to be short lived yeah yeah why do you say it's short lived well because um, pleasures are short lived <laughs> right i mean uh, and so so it's harder it's harder to commit to the sanctity of of it all uh to actually be responsible enough um it's easy to send a text and say yaar kuch aa gaya i can't make it you know back then you would go back home then make a call yeah and actually wait till that person has reached home make a call hoping that that person picks up and not some other person in the same house and then convey that hey listen i got sick i couldn't make it you know and by then damage is done <laughs> so i don't know but i i suppose this is far more damaging because in the long run then that's how it's also you don't you don't want to face it right and you don't have the space to really think about things because yeah. you're going from like thing to thing to thing to thing yeah. to thing yeah. see so that's what that's what acting does to me it helps me slow down time like when i'm in front of a camera that's what i can do that's when you have like truly uh i like to think uh focused access to time at the start you you use some, a term you said rhythm and breath and that's kind of like been stuck in my head through this period like uh, and I, explain what you mean by rhythm and breath uh it's in everything literally everything you know when uh, and naturally like uh uh i remember vinay told me this there's uh you know when when mother is with a child and you know they they they're crying or they're off naturally a mother taps the kid in a four beat yeah yeah we breathe on 72 beats per minute so even our breathing and if you ever do this in your free time uh you take in your breath and you take it out okay so 1 2 3 4 and you hold it and then and you hold it and you'll be able to hold it now you take it in and you take it out and you hold it just after two you'll find it harder to hold it after two you can anybody can do it whenever in your free time because you haven't held enough in no no because you did naturally because you did for the first time it's always a four beat on a four beat after the four you naturally will be able to you don't have to hold it in you could you could start your cycle the other way around 
and breath could be coming out yeah but both ways you'll be able to hold it we're naturally built like that you know you're nodding right now you're in my rhythm yeah right that's why they say when you want people to agree to you you make them walk <laughs> <laughs> sorry pardon my <laughs> no <laughs> uh uh because without knowing like they are they're matching your pace so they they're bound to be more agreeable to you of course there's a whole science to that but essentially it's coming out of rhythm uh, you know on a film set you know, the camera is moving there's a scene there's a tempo uh, there's a speech rhythm and these are things that i have not dreamt of these are things that i've methodically learned uh, uh at at adi shakti in pondicherry that's that's where i i think the stuff that they're doing i swear by and it took me uh, i've been there thrice and i think it's still not enough so i'm constantly learning but of course that goes deeper because then we start using breath to to channelize emotion yeah so uh, you know there are nine basic emotions that you play with the rest of humanity and life and everything is a permutation and combination of of those nine emotions but if you could if you could be aware of your breath and throw it right in the right spot you know your body would be in a state of that emotion and that's seems magical but it's it's totally doable and even the way your speech comes out then uh can be mathematically calculated you know bro of beat actor hai they say right like that it's because it's the right punches that come on and off you know if if we're if we're all on a four beat we're, we're again f in boring yeah you know but suddenly on a half is when i gut punch you sucker punch you you're not going to see it coming but i can calculate it yeah. and that almost gives the you know it's like you've you've asked the audience to kind of catch on to a certain beat and because you've held back they they feel that a lot more yeah yeah because yeah i can carry this on <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can i can throw in my words at whatever time yeah you know. it's it's so fascinating <laughs> i just saying and i'm thinking in beats and breath as as well, you when two people fight yeah. you know couples fight yeah they always they always find a third person to call it truce right yeah because he breaks that because you've just gone off so you need a third person sometimes just yeah, yeah you need you need to almost break the pattern of the exactly. cycle that kind of comes in exactly yeah that is hard for us to be aware of that is very hard you know even sometimes we subconsciously were not thinking i suppose i'm very confidently saying this to you right now but i'm i'm full of screw ups you know i suppose i'm more aware of this when i'm in front of the camera and even then it's it's hard to keep that in mind and then and then not because it has to become muscle memory you can't think of these things you know when you're living you're not thinking of what you're about to say yeah. So yeah, I you said there's a a almost a beat to a relationship. Is there a beat to your, your relationship with Richard? Would you say there's a because as you said that I'm thinking about okay, I'm thinking about me and the thinking about, no, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking about me and my wife and I'm considering what is the beat of our relationship. And I'm trying to no, track that pattern. No, there's no particular beat. No, no, no in the sense that there's a flow, right? Of course, and I've noticed that. And as you said that, I had this flash of of most couples that I know in my own life and have known, and 
and I it had this flash of this is almost the pace at which they've almost flowed with each other, and you you sometimes see that you see some. I mean, I always call it sync, but I'm guessing yeah. it's the same thing. It's like how I suppose how does that sync kind of work and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the beating. The, I the mean, no. It, see, again, it's not tempos. It's not whatever. They could, they could be working on totally different. Yeah. Like Rich and me are. I, I don't think we like the same things. We have totally different choices in a lot of things, tastes, uh, even in cuisines and stuff. But I love that. It's still not at loggerheads. Yeah. It's not like, you know, our. I think maybe ideologies have to be similar. You know, persons don't have to be. That could be boring. Yeah, because if if you agree on everything, but if you ideology, then it might it'll get boring. But if you yeah, but if, then again, an the, ideology the also has to be yeah. dis- defined. Yeah. You know, within the context that you're living in, the societies yeah. you're living in. Yeah. I mean, the larger, bigger uh, effects of of, I suppose, evolutionary. Muscle memories that stay on, you know, from generations before you've even existed. Uh, those you 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 already have to break those cycles, you know. You already have to try and uh, break those rhythms that exist, and then by default of the last ten years or the five years of whatever, you know, or fifty years uh, of your environment. So that too already is another. What the fight? Pe fight chal rahi hai. Sorry, I'm getting too indulgent. No, I think we, you know, I'm 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 going to be stuck on breath and 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 oh God. rhythm now. But you should bit. come for one of those workshops. Then hmm. there's some wonderful things these guys do. I think they, and I keep talking about them because they're almost two divine people, Nimi Vinay. They're running this, in uh, you know. Explain uh, how, for someone who doesn't know about them what they do. Well, it's, I mean, Adi Shakti, you know, is a is a kind of it's a workshop, mm. about ten twelve days. It's uh, done for all kinds of artists, or not even artists actually. Two two of out of three workshops that I've been in, there've been people from all sorts, all all walks of life, and um, uh, first few first few days you're learning, just learning, like you know what breaths we have. How you can channelize them, working with text, working with percussion instruments. In the mornings, you're learning Kalari Pai too, which is mother of all martial arts. Um, so you're, you know, sort of opening up your body. First six days, you have no clue what is happening and why it is happening the way it's happening. On the sixth, seventh day, it all comes together. And by the end of those ten days, twelve days, you're you're creating a piece. Based on those those very concepts, not trying to use your intel- intellect, not trying to use your uh, education and your you know whatever your experience your experiences yes, but uh, but just purely you know almost it's very carnal. For the first time, like I think somebody I remember my first workshop uh, uh, clicked me during one of those emotional things, and I realized like that's the first time I saw. My body weep, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all, um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we're all, you know, uh, cut, copy, paste, ho raha na, kahin na kahin se, our experiences, 100%. right? You're constantly 
you've seen something just yesterday you've seen a part of it you've seen a version of it you know and somewhere along the way you build those images uh and and you spew them out sometimes even in your most genuine moments so you'll never really how do you see yourself right it's like that big question mirror mein kya main apne aap ko hi dekhta hu wo to reflection hai <laughs> you know so to wo bhi hai you can go deep and deep and deep and deep into this but these are the few things that i i i latch on to because they made sense and also again this is because i wasn't given a chance to study acting or so i i read up on everything you know the meisner's and methods and you know sanslaus or whatever um utahage and everything and i think they're brilliant uh but this made more sense this is something i connected with that's all but a lot of people connect with other things as well i think yeah. i'm just been thinking about what rhythm the word you you said almost the carnal side of you right it's like almost you saw yourself in your rawest form and also because as we as in our lives we always keep adding layers of things that yeah which is why the fight needs to be to go back you know uh like my like something i will probably deal with for the rest of my life is to to is is saying goodbye to 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 the little me you know because of whatever griefs that have happened in my life i'm sure others have their own share of grief because that is not that is what you don't want to lose i suppose the innocence so the fight is to peel back all those layers to get to that you know because uh, i i i think i'm privileged that th- that i've gotten to be an actor i can be that you know at whim and and peeling back is also a, it's one of the toughest things to do right is that if you can sit back and be because i mean it's cathartic I, also our tendency is to sweep things under the carpet and keep it yeah, there yeah because we're fearful it, yeah you know half the time during this conversation i'm fearful i'm fearful that i will say something that will trigger me and i will start crying i will get really emotional i am at all times i'm aware of that but then i'm also aware at all times about exits in a room <laughs> that's that's my ocd <laughs> so, one and this two yeah yeah outside the six yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i asked you earlier about the and maybe that didn't come off right but I asked you about the rhythm of your relationship, and mm-hmm. I asked you that because I've also, again, this is sense from maybe interviews I've seen, maybe, and I'm picking up from what you said is that you need two people who agree at a fundamental level on something, but can be diverse in that in the things that you enjoy and do. Do you feel that's almost the mixture that really works? I guess. You could be totally right, yeah. Yeah. And humor. I I really uh I feed off that a lot. Yeah. She's hilarious. I think uh <laughs> she's hilarious. She's funny. I was just in a dubbing studio right now and and she knows I'm dubbing. She knows I'm in a studio, so she decides to send a voice note. 3 second voice notes now 3 second voice notes you cannot 
quickly put your ear and listen yeah. they will spill out yeah you know right like on whatsapp you can do this and it'll only play in your ear she knows it'll spill out so <laughs> and they're just wrong like the studio of like 15 people have just cracked up and yeah and you need that in life you need someone who makes you laugh you need someone who um, <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. and because ye ye sab masti hai hum jaye jitna baatein kar le जितनी लाइफ को अंडरस्टैंड कर ले हम इस यहां बुलाए गए मस्ती के लिए राइट द लार्जर थिंग इज समथिंग एल्स ओनली यू नो मतलब एंड आई थिंक दैट इज व्हाट आई फाउंड विद हर एंड सो आई आई सो आई मे बी लैच ऑन इन यू नो सॉरी फॉर साउंडिंग रियली स्ट्यूपिड एंड मे बी रियली किडिश बट इन दिस रेल्म I like to think humor is the one thing I want to latch on to and have a partner with and you know finish it off I mean Telma Lewis but you know that, sorry no but we, you know we, we, uh, yeah like uh, uh you can curse on this podcast oh you can, you can. no i can't. no i i God, i hate doing that sorry um a oh, good trivia Mirzapur season 2 i did not curse even once Really? Oh. Yes, and nobody noticed. I didn't realize that. Exactly. That was my point. Okay, anyway. So, um I think we've both had very spiritual uh, encounters on our own levels. I think she's she's far more evolved, but yeah, I found that with her. Sorry, you're saying. I, I'm I'm happy you said humor because we almost look at humor as I feel that we used we, we we confuse the word humor with funny and those are not necessarily the same thing oh yeah no but most people think that oh, this person got a good sense of humor means they say ek joke sunado like that's not the equation. it's like right. actors na they say ki aap acting karte ho kuch dikhao kuch dikhao to ek mechanical engineer uncle the maine kaha kuch banao 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 yahi banao so yeah it's anyway but humor is almost the because there's this um, there's this fabulous book called humor seriously um it's this um two um academics who teach a course on humor think at harvard or yale one of those two wow to the people who are in business school because they say that you cannot function as a person in the working environment if you don't have humor so they teach a course on humor to business school students oh my god that's a little joke in itself <laughs> Because they say that people just tend to take this so seriously that you have to have humor. How are you going to build relationships with people? How they said that, and there's one line from the book, and I, which I'll never forget, which is that you know people always believed that leaders needed to be looked at and you know almost like admired, but what you don't realize is leaders need to be understood, and the way you are understood is you actually come down to the level of everybody else and just have some sense of humor and. you feel connected by that because that what brings everybody down uh, a good sense of humor kind of brings everybody onto the same plane the reason i i brought that up because because you said humor and that's always been a thing for me is that i would i would talk to friends who were stand up comics and i don't think i'm funny and they're like but you have humor yeah but do you feel you're calculative like in terms of i mean let's say this podcast right do you do you uh, uh consciously keep this rhythm that we have yeah. right you because i've seen you you yeah. have a very thorough 
that is there in which the, i've been told by youtube comments that is too slow but no i think it's that. great yeah. you know but is it consciously measured to keep a certain pace of this podcast mm. it's almost like signet signatorial signature the or you know is it so when i talk normally yeah i talk much faster it's correct okay but this was almost course correction because i grew up as a person who mumbled yeah so when i would talk because i'm thinking faster than i'm talking ah uh, i would tend to talk faster so people wouldn't understand what i so said so my normal pace is like i talk like this you know, that so would this come is like out. meditative for you so this became so when i first got the chance to do a podcast in 2018 i was like i don't think people will understand me mm. and so i would sit in front of a mic at home the pencil on my lips Easiest and just talk to the mic, and because when you put a pencil on your lips, you can't talk fast because you're holding yourself back. And I would yeah. do that. Nice. And I always found that when you low, when you kind of bring the pace of a conversation down, yeah, it a feels calmer, and you're also feeling more comfortable because somebody can pace into it. Someone feels yeah. like, yeah, you know, you're pushing. This is like because we're always, especially us, we're we're so trained to run for the headline. Yeah. you know yeah. the punch yeah pays the clickbait is uh, is the standard scenario when yeah yes so so want to answer a question i look at the pace and i ask it that and now now it's natural because i've been doing it for like what five odd years but the questions are never planned uh-huh. i'll have scribbles and i'll have notes fair enough and for me it's more about reacting to what someone said yeah because i think there are two times in the last five years when i've actually written down questions and those would arguably be one of my some of my worst episodes cuz i just felt constrained by them but do your audience members know you watch simpsons on that pad yes i do watch yeah. simpsons on that pad yeah. that's all i'm doing right during now. the during, podcast yeah that is literally what i'm doing right now. i actually have a a final question to ask you during this entire journey that you've been on yeah was there ever a i've ripped my cuticles Oh sorry. Ah. In life, in life. <laughs> <laughs> um is there a single piece of advice you've gotten that has stuck with you? I can't remember who said this. Someone said this to me. I and it's very and it's a known fact, it's nothing new, but it just got stuck that you are what you hide. Uh essentially. And that has been one and the second is um i don't know it's not advices it's not words it's just feelings that i i have that have been stuck you know moments that i um yeah conversations entire conversations and like i said right like this is more meaningful to me than the one line yeah that sums it up so so i i remember entire conversations um i've had with people close to me um yeah thank you so much for doing this this is been a fascinating conversation i hope it was fun for you as well it was it's very insightful go into multiple <laughs> tracks and, and and go with the go with the beat and the breath yeah i'm going that's going to stick with me now and, yeah uh, man you should you should check it out yeah. really yeah it's it's i'm like everything fascinating going to do a lot of reading up today on this Thanks, thank you man. so much for coming thank you for having me. super